You Can Do It, written and read by Chris Cordes. I am the author. Chapter 1. You Are Special. You are born with gifts far beyond what you can even fathom. It's amazing how many gifts you have. Some people go searching for one dream and it doesn't work out. Well, it's okay because you have so many other gifts. And if this dream that you want, you want to go for it again, you might just win. You never know. Life is so mysterious. It is just so mysterious. And you have to know that you have a plethora of gifts. It's not just one gift. I believe in the blueprint. Now you can research what is a blueprint. A blueprint, it means before coming down to this earth, you sign a contract with God that what will happen will happen. It is already written for you. But that's just 50%. The other 50% is free will. Free will means you can do anything that you want to do, but the big outcomes, they're already written for you. That's not to discourage anyone, because some of the things in the blueprint are amazing for you. You never know. A big chance, a big dream might happen. A great event might happen. Now moving on to your words, your words and the universe. Your words are so powerful, so be careful how you use them. Don't just throw words about like that because you will be getting things from the universe that are good or bad. So be careful with your words. Your words are diamonds. Be careful with your diamond words. You can ignite situations and amazing things in your life just by using your words. So be careful with that. Use your words very wisely. So why are you that special? Every individual on this planet is unique. They have a different, let's call it, magical twig. I'm going to call it a twig. I don't know why I'm going to call it a twig, but that's what I'm going to call it. Each twig is different, right? Different shape, different color, different anything. We are all different. But in the end, we are all the same. We're all human beings that are mixed with gifts. And we should all love each other. We should all take care of each other. We are one planet. So it's important to know how special you are. Look inside yourself and really learn yourself. Give some time for yourself to learn how gifted you are. You are very gifted. God made you special for a reason. You are special. Every individual is so different, even though we think that we are all alike, but we're not. We are so different. Each one of us possess a different gift inside of us. And we have so much to offer. We have so much to give to the world. And by praying, by believing that there is a higher force, you will achieve the things that you want. 
There are a lot of atheists that do not believe in God. They do achieve things, but they use the right part of their brain, which is creativity and intuition. We'll come back to that later on in the chapters. But for now, it's important to know that God is real, whatever you want to call him, the universe, the galaxy, the inner voice, whatever you think you want to call God, you can name him however you want or name her however you want. Mother Nature, things of that nature. <laughs> so let's go back to that. When you were born, you were born with gifts. You were a child. You didn't think about problems. You didn't worry. You just lived your life happily. And you were grateful as a child. And that's why you received so many good things. You enjoyed a nice childhood. Some of you might have had different and, you know, difficult childhoods. I understand that. But as a child, the child himself or herself does not think of worry, does not worry, does not think of problems of destruction, of anger, of frustration, anxiety, depression, all these things. Children are so tangible. They're tangible and they are very sweet and kind. They can be a bit difficult, of course. But you were born innocent, you know, as an innocent child. You're so open up to everything. You're not closed up. You're not introverted. It's life that gets you introverted and stuck and lost as you grow up. So these things are very, very much important. Chapter 2 you are not alone. So many people battle with depression, loneliness, sorrow, doubt, guilt, pain, and anxiety. It's not that you're abnormal. No, it's the opposite. It's you are a human being. You are very normal. And you are special. You should know that. It's life that gets us into these positions. It's life that is tough. It was done for a reason, so we can break through from all these things, so we can move past, so we can be stronger. People battling with depression become introverted sometimes. People battling with guilt beat themselves up all the time. Well, it's time to let all of that go because you have got a wonderful, wonderful gift inside of you. You have a wonderful life to live. You need to let go of depression, loneliness, sorrow, doubt, guilt, pain, and anxiety. People who suffer from chronic anxiety, I am 100% understanding of that because I have suffered from anxiety for a very long time. I've suffered from chronic anxiety. And sometimes we need medication for that. There's nothing wrong with that. You shouldn't think that you're a victim because you're taking medication. No, it's quite the opposite. You're trying to help yourself and trying to empower yourself. 
So there's nothing wrong with taking medication for depression, anxiety, and all of the other problems that you might be facing. Post-traumatic stress for people in the army, people who have been in war, they come back home with post-traumatic stress and they have to take anxiety medications like clonopin, which is the strongest benzodiapine. And they have to live with that for most of their lives. So it's, it's not, that doesn't mean that you should cripple yourself. Don't let that cripple you. You should stand strong and say, I can do other things. I can do anything. Because you truly can. You really can accomplish anything that you set your mind to. A lot of people, good or bad, have set their minds to do something and they did it. Why did that happen? Because they persuaded their subconscious mind that it is already done, good or evil, and they did it. I'm not saying you should be evil, of course not, but I'm saying anything can be accomplished if you persuade your subconscious mind. So how do we persuade our subconscious mind? There's a lot of things you can do. First thing is a strong belief without doubting, remove doubt. The second one is really reinforcing your brain by repeating the things that you want to do, that you want to accomplish. This goes straight to your subconscious mind and your subconscious mind automatically starts to believe it and gives you ideas, gives you the power to do the things that you want to do, that you want to accomplish. Maybe you've had friends in the past and then they're gone or to university or to jobs and things of that when you were a child or a teenager or young adult. And now it's hard for you to make friends because or you've not gone to university or you have a tiny job that doesn't really help you get get much friends. I understand that and it's difficult not to have friends. But it is not that you will never have friends. It is attainable. Put yourself out there and go online. Try to make friends online. Things of that nature. Try to make friends by going out, going to pubs, joining a gym, doing some exercise classes like spinning classes. Um, you can do lots of things like kickboxing, karate, all these type of physical exercise classes. Even other sports, you can join a soccer team or you can join a ballet team for girls. You can do so many things that you want to do. But the thing is, is to remove fear. It's only fear that cripples you. Fear is what you should fear. That is what you should fear. Fear is the problem. Remove fear and you've accomplished everything you want. Chapter 3. Your Words and Your Actions Words are very powerful. They dictate your life. 
Use your words wisely. Your actions help you move forward. It's very important when we talk to ourselves. Like if you talk about your body and you are a bit overweight, you say, I hate my stomach, I hate my stomach, I hate my stomach. Well, you're going to keep hating that stomach and it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. So instead of that, use kind words. And by using kind words, you start to treat your body differently by probably eating less food, by probably exercising. You never know the ripple effect of what words do. Words are connected to your inner self and the universe. Words is what changes and shifts everything in our lives. It's very important. So if you are talking to God or whether you want to call it the universe or whatever name you have for God, always use your words wisely. Never be jealous of anybody else. You don't want to compare yourself to anybody because you don't know what that other person is going through. They might be going through hell. And you don't even know it. So don't be jealous of anybody. Instead, be happy for everybody. You should love everyone. This is what gets us by, what makes us move forward in life. So always think about your actions. Before acting, always, I say, have premeditated actions. So you think before you act, or else you might end up in something bad, a bad situation. So think before you act, and follow your gut. Your gut is always right. We'll talk about your gut and your inner voice later on in the chapters. But for now, trust yourself, and think about, what can I do for this situation? Shall I do this? Shall I do that? And then what feels right, try to bring it into yourself. And if it feels good, then you do it. Don't just jump right ahead and act. Don't just react. If you're in a job and someone says something negative about you, probably because they're jealous of you and they want to get you fired, do not react. Take deep breaths. I always do this. Take four deep breaths from your nose and then out from your mouth and let that fire that's in anger inside of you cool down. And then by then, you will have an answer. You will have a solution. Once you have that solution, just react. And then you will see that the answer that you've been looking for comes to you easily and effortlessly. How many times do we beat ourselves up for saying, oh God, I shouldn't have said that. Oh shoot, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that. Why did I do that? And then we beat ourselves up. Well, the, the, really, the answer to that is because you reacted fast. Don't do that. Take time. You have all the time in the world. Okay, it's limited time on earth, but in the universe, life is infinite. So think about it that way. 
We have infinite time to react. We don't have to react just because someone is expecting us to react. Take your time to react, really. You are special, and that is why you don't need anybody to bully you, to get an answer, to bully you, to get a reaction. You take your own time because you are more worth it than the bully. So take your time to react. Whatever it is, whatever situation, if you're on the street, someone shouts at you, any reaction that you will give, take your time. Don't even worry about it. Stop. Take those deep breaths and just wait for the right reaction and then give the reaction. Then do it. Chapter 4 your inner voice. How to listen to your inner voice. How to act on your inner voice. Let your inner voice guide you. What is your inner voice? Your inner voice is in your soul. Your soul is just below your rib cage. Just below your rib cage. That's where your soul is. People think they have to to scream to God for him to hear him. But no, you don't have to scream to God for him to hear you because your inner voice is where God dwells in. He lives inside of us. We are connected. We are all one. We're all one collective. We are all one. So remember that. Your inner voice is what guides you. It is a very subtle voice. Most of the time, we do not hear it. We do not hear our inner voice. This is the problem. We hear our day-to-day -day screaming and shouting and making decisions from just ourselves and not even thinking, just throwing words out there. Well, just remember, your inner voice is very, very much important. So now, how to trust your inner voice? Learn to just sit on your chair or on your sofa, on your bed. Just listen. Your voice is what guides you. So many times you go out and something happens and you have to react and something tells you, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, but you do it anyway. And then you... You know, you get upset and you say, why did I do that? Why did I react? I shouldn't have said that. That's because you didn't listen to your inner voice. Your inner voice is not loud. It does not shout at you. It's very subtle. It's very soft. That's why you need to pay more attention. You need to be very alert in life. Life is very important. That's why you should be very alert and just calm the body, calm the muscles, relax. Most of the time in your life, it's very important to relax. We only have one life here, so why not take it easy? Look at Australians. They're always down to earth and they're so laid back. We wish we were like them because they're so friendly and laid back. They make their choices very slowly. They don't just jump to reactions. So 
Think about that. Try to be a bit more laid back. Relax. What, what's the rush? Why are you rushing? Why are you rushing? Are you going to win, win the Nobel Prize? No. Are you going to win an Oscar? No. Re- relax. Just learn to relax. And let it come to you. Let the words come to you. Let the feelings come to you. It's important for that. Your inner voice, it's what guides you. It's important to listen to that inner voice. And the more you listen to it, the more answers you're going to get. And the more answers you're going to get, the better decisions you are going to make. The best way to start listening to your inner voice is to start saying to your friends or to your family, what does your vibe say? So listen to your vibes, first of all. Your feelings, your intuition. If you or your dad are talking and your dad wants to know something, he wants to know if he should go to a ball game or not. Well, tell your dad, what does your vibe say? Should you go or should you not go? At first, he's going to be perplexed, but that's fine. And he'll just think about it for a while and just release, stop the thinking, because listening to our inner voice is not part of thinking. Tell him, what do you feel? And then he'll just sit for a while and he'll say, oh yeah, I really... I'm not in the mood to go there. There might be too much noise or or the opposite. I really do want to go there because I'm sick of being in the house. I need to get out. So it's all about listening to that inner voice. Wherever you're going, if you get a job offer, it's very important to listen to that inner voice so you don't make the wrong decision. You cannot go wrong when you listen to your inner voice, your inner guidance. Chapter 5. Your brain. The left part of your brain, the left side of your brain, is the logic part. The right side of your brain is the creative and intuitive part of your brain. How to balance both. We'll talk about that. As a child, we tend to use our right brain more. Why it is more important to lean on the right brain than the left? The creative and intuitive part of your brain helps you move forward in life. So it is very important because as children, we always use our right brain. We don't use logic, we use creativity, fun, laughter, intuition, and we're always happy. But if you're always using logic for everything, you will get lost and you will get discouraged in life because life is not logical. Life is mysterious. Life will always be a mystery. Madonna was right when she said life is a mystery in one of her songs because it will always be a mystery. No matter how hard we try to decipher life, we will never decipher life. Life is always a big mystery. When we use the right side of our brain, we activate something called the pineal gland. 
It is right in the middle of the brain. It is small as a peanut. And to make your intuition bigger, and if you want to make it bigger, you make that pineal gland grow bigger and bigger. By doing that, you have to activate more the right side of the brain. Act like you're a child again. Enjoy life. Don't just think and overanalyze everything because that's what we tend to do as human beings. We overanalyze and then we wonder why do we see psychiatrists and psychologists and why we need therapy and all of that. Because we over-worry, we over-analyze when we should be doing is having fun and enjoying life because life is so short compared to eternity. It is very short. Our, our lives here on earth is just way too short for us to get angry or upset. Those things should be trivial for us by now. So the brain is very important. The more you use the right side of the brain, the more you will make better decisions. Now, that's not to say don't use the left part of your brain. Use the left part. It's important to use logic. If someone tells you to throw yourself off a cliff, are you going to do it? Of course not. Use your logic for that. You know it's stupid and it's wrong. But I'm saying for things that are not tangible, things that we don't know much about, we can't use logic for that. How can we explain all the beautiful miracles that have happened on earth? That's not logic, is it? That's just a mystery again. So try to use logic when needed, only when needed at work if you need to make a decision about this paper that you need to bring forward or this uh, work that you need to present. Of course, use your logic. But for the most part, use your creativity too because that's going to get you somewhere. That's going to make you move forward. If you leave the right part of your brain dormant, then you will not ameliorate in life. You will not move forward. It's important to use our right brain. Use it as a muscle. Train it. And the more you use it, it grows. Imagine that it's a bicep muscle. The more you use it, the more bigger the bigger it becomes. And that's very important. Now in science, they tell us that the frontal cortex of the brain is where creativity lies. But if you do more research, you will find that it's mostly on the right side of the brain. And the left part of the brain is all logic. Logic. So we need to muster the strength to become more creative and use our logic less. That's not to say make stupid decisions. No, use your logic for the normal type of things in life. But if you want to take a leap forward, let's say, go for that dream job, don't use logic or normal thinking by saying, oh, I just can't do it, it's too big for me, I don't deserve it. That's the logical part. 
the creative and intuitive part will tell you, yes, you can do it, but how? And then we start to think. We start to use our creativity. We start to listen to our intuition. And then we get answers. We make decisions. We make actions. And then we move forward. And then after that, we even move a little bit more forward. And we get there. We achieve it. That's how it works. Chapter 6. Meditation. Meditation is an excellent tool for you to move forward in life, for you to clear the clutter in your brain, and for you to de-stress. Meditation is the best tool to open more creativity and help you think clearly, make better decisions. So try meditating 5 to 20 minutes every day whether it's in the morning, afternoon, or night, whatever is best for you. How do we meditate? Well, let us begin. When we meditate, we sit in a comfortable position on your sofa, on the floor, or on your bed, wherever you think is most comfortable. Sit there and just breathe from your nose and exhale from your mouth. Before starting, breathe in and then breathe out 20 times to quiet the mind, to relax. And then you just stay still and breathe normally and relax. Whatever images or thoughts or things pop up into your mind or into your eyes if you see them, let them pass by. Do not judge, do not overthink, do not react to them. Just watch these thoughts pass by, from left to right or from right to left. Let them just pass by. Do not judge, do not react. That's how we meditate. We do not attach ourselves to anything. We just are still. When you are still, that's when good things come in. The answers to your problems, the answers to your questions, the answers to things that you might have wanted to know before, that's when things happen. The stress starts to ebb away. It starts to just ebb away fast. The anxiety that you have in you, just dissipates and you start relaxing. By relaxing, the brain starts to take a break. And when it takes a break, you start to feel better. Clear-minded, that is the achievement that we want, to be clear. Clear-minded is what we want. We want to achieve awareness. Awareness is what we want. So let's do an exercise together now. Sit in a comfortable position right now. I'll give you a minute. If you want to pause this, just pause it and then come back to it. Are you ready? 
Let's begin. Close your eyes. Put your hands on your knees. If you want your hands, your palms faced up, you can do that. Take a deep breath from your nose. Inhale three deep breaths in. Hold them for four seconds and then breathe out. Do that again five consecutive times and then breathe out. Then close your eyes if you haven't already closed them and just imagine a garden or a forest or a beautiful ocean and just let your mind fly. Whatever thoughts may come to your mind, let them just pass by. Don't connect to them. Disconnect. Be aware. Do not react to your thoughts. Disconnection is what we want. Be one with yourself. Your thoughts are not you. They're just thoughts. They always come by. They always come along. Disconnect from your thoughts. Just watch them. Don't associate with them. Do not judge them. Again, breathe in. And breathe out. Yes. Continue doing that every day and you will see how decisions and how answers will come to you quickly. Chapter 7. Use Your Intuition Use your intuition to make right choices. How do we do that? Again, when we talked about trusting your inner voice, that's intuition. Intuition is your gut feeling, your gut instincts. There's a saying that says, when in doubt, act like God. What does that mean? It means that when you don't know you're doubting, what would God do? Think of that. He always makes the right choices, the good decisions, not the bad ones. So when in doubt, act like God. That's not to say that you are God. No, it's to say that make nice, good decisions. Intuition guides you to make the right choices. The voice inside your head the voice that says, don't do it, is your inner voice, your intuition. The voice inside your soul is your inner voice. How do we connect to our inner voice now? Again, it comes back to meditation. The more you are aware, the more you have awareness and remove all that clutter from your mind, the more you are connecting with your intuition. You want to connect to your intuition. You want to be one with your soul. Your soul is the most precious thing on earth, 
more precious than money, gold, diamonds. Your soul is pure and loving and kind because it comes from the one source and that one source is God. So your intuition is from your inner voice. There was someone that came to me once and she said to me, you know, I really want to buy this house. I have a good feeling about this house. And I said, okay, so what's stopping you? She said, but you know, it's so expensive and I just, we just can't afford it, my husband and I. I said, okay, well, you just take your time, meditate on it, and then see what happens. A week later, she phoned me and she said, you know what? The house that I wanted became half price because the owner really wanted to travel and leave, so now we can afford it. So she meditated and kind of intertwined with the universe and connected with the universe and she she got the house of her dreams she got the house that she wanted because she stayed on it she i could have told her you know what look for another home but she she didn't she didn't look for another home she stayed focused on that house because something told her that it's for her her inner voice told her that it's for her even though she was looking for other homes, she wasn't happy with the other homes that she wanted. That is the house that she wanted. And when the owner called her and said, you know, I'll give it to you half price because I am traveling and I'm never coming back to this place, she got the house of her dreams finally and then she moved on. She was very happy with her husband. They got three kids and they're happily married in that home now. Let me share with you my story about intuition. This is not a big story, but it's relevant. I was invited to my friend's wedding. And I was at the mall. And coming out of the mall, there was a huge line of people waiting for a cab. We had to wait in line to get cabs. Something inside of me said, Chris, no. You just cannot wait. It's impossible. You will miss the wedding. So something just moved me away from that line. And I did. I don't know how I did it. I just moved away and I just crossed the road to the other side. And right next to me, a cab beeped and says, do you need to go anywhere? And I said, yes, I have to go. It's very urgent. He said, well, hop in. And I did. I hopped in and arrived right on time. And I was not upset. See, when you get upset, you lose everything. But by trusting your intuition, you get to places. So something inside of me knew that I it wasn't right that something felt off about me waiting in that line. And something told me, what was that something? My inner voice told me to cross the road and wait. And I did that. And I got a cab and I got there right on time. Chapter 8. Your dream job. What is your dream job? 
Do you have more than one dream job? It's very possible. See, as I said before, if one dream doesn't work, it doesn't mean the other won't. When I watch shows like American Idol or The Voice, and these poor kids, I mean, honestly, not all of them are kids, some of them are adults, but they pour their heart and soul into one gift. And they think that's the only dream that they're ever going to have, and without it, their life is destroyed. And that's why I don't watch these shows anymore, because these shows set up people for false hope when there's so much hope in the world. See, if you're a singer, it doesn't mean that singing is your only gift and singing is your only thing that you're going to get in your life. You might get something even better, something you might enjoy even more. So let's go back to your dream job. Your dream job is attainable. Yes, it is. Maybe you don't make it as a singer, but you might make it as a songwriter or a producer. You never know. So do not get upset. Do not get discouraged. Go with your gut. Stay alert for signs. Imagine the outcome. Thrive forward when you are ready. Okay, so it's very important to think about when you're meditating. Think about what am I gifted for? What gifts do I have to offer? Is it just singing? Is it real estate? Is it being a powerful business person? What is it? I might have 10. I might have 20. So it's not enough to just constraint yourself to one gift. You have to contrive many reasons of why you should have many gifts. Contrive different aspects of how to attain the things that you want to attain in your life. Let me share a story with you about when I was 13. I was in love with Mariah Carey and Boys to Men. I remember buying my first concert of Mariah Carey in Madison Square Garden. And that was her first Madison Square Garden big concert. And every day from school, I used to come back home and listen and watch Mariah Carey sing. And I used to dream of becoming a singer. And why did I do that? Because I actually had four octaves like Mariah Carey. Yes, I did. I used to hit the high pitches, the very low pitches. I used to sing everybody's songs, not just Mariah Carey. Easy songs I used to sing. Hard songs I used to sing. It was so easy for me. And I used to perform at church. I used to perform at concerts, competitions. Always used to win. I was really excited to becoming a singer. But then life happened. See? Things happen in our lives that we do not expect. The first time I had a cigarette was when I was in boarding school in England. 
Someone told me to try it. I did. The first time I tried it, I got very dizzy that I actually sat down on the floor just to get myself back to normal again. Then I never smoked again until I was 18. When I was 18, I got a lot of anxiety, a lot of depression, and I started to smoke cigarettes very heavily, and I never stopped since. I still smoke, and I lost my four octaves, and now I only have two octaves, and barely two octaves. When I sing, it is no longer like before. I sing out of pitch, I sing flat, I sing off, I no longer have the ear to it because I'm not practicing. So I was very depressed and I said, that's my only choice. That's my only choice in life. And I thought that that would be it, that it was over for me. But it was not over for me. I had many other gifts. I said to myself when I was 19, I said, I like radio and TV. So I should pursue that. And I did. I went to Canada. I went to Columbia Academy, which is a beautiful, beautiful school to learn all the types of radio and TV work. I got my first chance to do a real reporting for a case, a court case, on this girl called Kelly Ellard. You can research her crime story. Just type Kelly Ellard on Google and you will find it. I was the only one to really, really get the story and interview the parents. And it was amazing. People were proud of me and I was happy. I don't just have that gift of radio and TV. I have other gifts too, like intuition, psychicness. I have other gifts of let's say, writing, blogging, vlogging. There are many gifts. There's, you're not just down to one, so do not give up. There are so many gifts that you have inside of you. It's not just singing. It's not just, let's say, you have a gift, and it's probably you like real estate, but it doesn't work out very well for you. You might change that and find out that you're better in finance. So move forward for that. And you will see you might make even more money in finance than you did in real estate and you might enjoy it even more. So follow your bliss and do not narrow it down to one thing. You have many gifts. You don't just have one gift. Remember again in chapter one, you are special. You have many, many, many gifts. Chapter 9. Finding Your Soulmate How do we find our soulmate? You might laugh to this, but life again is a mystery. Number 1. Be alert. Everyone has a soulmate. Some people never find their soulmate because they are not paying close attention. Always go with the flow and follow your gut. Go on blind dates. Put yourself out there. Don't be an introvert. Put yourself out there.
But be very vigilant if you're a woman, even if you're a guy too. There are a lot of serial killers out there, I'm not going to lie to you. Be very careful with who you date. But if your friend sets you up on a blind date with some cool girl or some cool guy, try it. Don't say no. See, when opportunities come to you, take them. Take the opportunities. You never know what might happen. Maybe something splendiferous will happen. I know my friend's brother, her brother, met this girl in a chat room, okay, online. They decided to meet. And then two months later, they got married. And now they've been married for 22 years. And they have four kids. And they're very, very happy with each other. So... Try different things, not just online, not just blind dates, not just going to a bar, not just finding a person that you might date in your job. No, it could be nameless, so many different things. It could be anything. Someone you might just meet on the street could be your soulmate. So be open, be very alert, be very alert to signs. Your inner voice is guiding you somewhere. Your inner voice wants you to know that there is someone out there for you. But if you stay jaded, if you stay at home, if you close yourself up, of course you're not going to find your soulmate. That's why a lot of people don't believe in soulmates. But you know what? They do exist. Every one of us has a soulmate. But we, when our hearts get broken, by someone who treated us very badly, we say, that's it, I don't believe in soulmates, nothing good is going to happen to me, I'm not going to have the love of my life. Well, that's not true. And I do believe, and I go back again to the blueprint, if it's meant to happen, it will happen, whether you like it or not. But if it's not written in the blueprint, and you really do want a soulmate, then again, Go back to the awareness, be very alert, and you have to push yourself to find your soulmate. But a lot of people do not push themselves to find their soulmates, and they do find, because it was written in the blueprint. But if it's not written in the blueprint, and you really do want a soulmate, then you have to go and take that extra mile to find that person. Just because you're a girl doesn't mean that you have to wait for the guy to make a move. Nowadays, girls make moves. If you're a guy, just because you're shy that that girl is more beautiful than you are doesn't mean that you can't take that first move. Take that move. Don't be scared. Put yourself out there. You never know what will happen if you don't take action. Again, go back to your inner voice. What does your inner voice tell you? What does your inner voice tell you? Listen to your inner voice. Your inner voice is beyond any diamond. It's flawless. The most expensive diamond in the world is the red diamond. A lot of people don't know that there's a red diamond. But the red diamond is the most expensive diamond in the world. So your inner voice is 10 billion times more expensive than a red diamond. 
because it gives you the answers to life. So going back to the soulmate thing, you will find your soulmate if you just connect with your inner voice, if you take action, take direct action, take premeditated action by following the voice of your soul. Chapter 10 You Can Achieve Anything Whether it is weight loss, your dream job, a soulmate, money, friends, and etc. You can achieve anything you put your mind to it. When I put my mind to something, oh boy, do I get it. I get it even very strongly. So, how do we do that? Again, it's by going back to your subconscious mind, making that subconscious mind believe that you will do it, and it gives you the keys to the kingdom. Your subconscious mind unlocks things for you. It lets you receive the things that you want. I have wanted many things in my life, and I'll tell you, I didn't get all of them, because I was young, I was naive, and I was stupid, and I didn't listen to my inner voice. I didn't listen to the voice of my soul. I didn't meditate. I didn't do any of these things. I was unaware. And where, when you're unaware of things, when you're not living in awareness, of course you're not going to attract anything. Of course you're not going to achieve. And also working hard is very important. I do not believe in the book, The Secret, The Law of Attraction and these things. I do not believe it because I've tried it for seven years and it doesn't work. But what does work is God. God is special. Your inner voice, your intuition. All of us have at least 1% of psychic power in us. And that psychic power in us it's what guides us to achieving the things that we want to achieve. So the more you meditate, let's say you enjoyed that 20 minutes of meditation, you turn that into 10 hours of meditations a day. Imagine what you can achieve by unlocking things. Put that intention. So what is very important now that we're going to talk about it is intention. Intention is what gets us to what we want. So let's say you want to attract this job. I don't like to use the word attract. Let's say you want to achieve this job. Why don't you light a candle? Loosen the mood. Relax. Focus on the flame of the candle. Put out an intention to the universe. Keep focusing on that flame. Repeat your intention loud and clear. I want this specific job. I want this specific job. Write it down. Write it down on a piece of paper. 20 times the job that you want. Then get a bowl Put it next to the candle. 
take the piece of paper, light it on the from the candle, let the paper burn, and then throw it into the bowl. This is sending out a signal to the universe saying that I am here and this is what I want, God. Please hear me. So this is just one way of doing things. The other thing is also attitude, not just intention. Having the right attitude, you need to be very persistent. Don't let anybody stop you. You need to stomp on anyone who tries to push you down, no matter who they are, big or small. You need to stomp on them. Keep moving forward and be very persistent. This is the way I got here in my life, by being very persistent and consistent. You cannot achieve anything if you're not persistent and consistent. Both of, both of these things are very much important. When I set out to become a size zero model, I never expected it to happen. But I lit a candle, I put my intention very strongly on the flame, and I said, I want to become 67 kilograms, and I want to lose all the weight. I don't like to, word, to use the word lose weight, because when you use the word lose, it feels like you're losing something which means you need to get it back. You say, I lost a friend, or I lost my mother, and that can be difficult. So we want to use the word release. Release is much more comfortable. So say to yourself, I want to release all this weight, or I want to get this job, or I want to find the love of my life or I want to get that $10 million, no matter what, no matter what anybody tells me, I will get that money. I will get those circle of friends that I've been dreaming about. Set that intention on the candle. So when I did, and I put my intention so strongly on that candle, the next day, my appetite changed, and I started to just not feel hungry. So what I did was, I tried even harder to put another intention on the candle, and to say to myself, I will fast for a month. And I repeated that mantra in my meditations. I said to myself, I am going to fast for a month. I am going to fast for a month. And I did that. I fasted for a month without thinking, without letting judgment come to me. I fasted and I lost 30 kilos. I became 67 kilograms. I became skinny ripped just as I wanted it to be. And it happened. I did not get dizzy, I did not get tired, but I drank tons of water, lots of water, took my multivitamins, and I lost all that weight. I released it, and it went away. So you can achieve anything you want. 
by the power of intention. Intention is very powerful and very important. I hope that you have enjoyed this audiobook and I'm very grateful to you, to everybody who has ever listened. Namaste to everybody. I wish you all the best life possible, the best happiness possible, the best life on earth that you could ever achieve. I wish you love, power, happiness, joy, and everything that you've ever wanted. God bless you.